Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. When Kevin gives the word, be prepared to call in to 865-243-TALK. That's 865-243-8255. Now, Kevin Ray. And welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Mark Griffith. I'm your co-host today, filling in for Kevin Ray, who should be here shortly. But uh, he is out taking care of some business, but we got you covered right now. And we have a great show lined up for you. And uh, just one word about um, our website, thehousinghour.com. like for you to go there. Check it out. We've got some great shows in the past and some great information. We've loaded it full of content, thehousinghour.com. We've got some tremendous uh, information. If you go on editorials and look, we've got PowerPoints. We've got past shows. We've got things on energy efficiency all the way through mold. Is That's our latest series on mold. So you need to go there, check it out, and make sure that we've got uh, everything you need. And if you think that we've got a show that could be fit for you, give us a call or email us or text us or something and let us know and we'll try to put that together. Today we've got Sam Hawkins uh, from Mortgage Investors Group out of Nashville. Sam is our specialty lender and he handles all the specialty products for us. Sam, are you there? I'm here, Mark. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Sam, uh, tell us about some of the hot products that you've got going on and then we'll get into the reason why I brought you on to the show today. Okay, Mark. Primarily, uh, our specialty lending department uh, steps in uh, when our loan officers have a loan that will not fit into our, our normal government and conventional financing sources. Uh, right now, the hot products are jumbo loans. Uh, we do some reverse mortgage lending, and we also do um, some unusual products uh, that will uh, actually deal with properties that are of an unusual type that are not acceptable, such as non-warrantable condos, um, some properties that might have residential influence but also might have a small commercial influence. So that's primarily uh, what we do in the specialty lending department now. Well, Sam, one of the things, the reason I brought you in is because um, since 2007, uh, the lending process changed. We saw a lot of the jumbo loans that was, you know, made a big part of our business go away. Um, the lending tightened up. A lot of reasons for it. Everybody's familiar with the bust that occurred back in 2007, 2008. But right now, what was really exciting is out of my office, Norma Sheldon being doing two or three jumbo loans here just in the last month signified to me that the jumbo market was coming back. What's your feeling on that? Mark, I think we are seeing the jumbo loan products come back to a certain extent. Uh, one of the big changes is uh, prior to, um, you know, 08 and, and some of the financial situations that we endured as a country is a lot of these loans were uh, no doc. A lot of them uh, had some different characteristics that are not in existence any longer. And, you know, the credit quality and also the ability to prove income are, are things that have come back into the picture but there's plenty of jumbo money available if you've got a quality borrower and if you have the ability to prove your income 
we have had a little bit uh, of a problem with values in some areas, but in the urban areas, um, you know, around Nashville and around Knoxville, uh, there are comps available, and even though the values are not what they once were, uh, there are plenty of sales that have taken place to, uh, to prove current market value, which is, of course, what uh, any good mortgage loan is based on. And we're going to talk about value here in a minute, but let's go, let's back up and people may be scratching their heads and we throw out this, uh, you know, nomenclature all the time in our business about jumbos. Describe to the listeners the difference in conforming and jumbo, just quickly. Uh, A jumbo loan is any loan where the loan amount, not the purchase price, is going to be above the Fannie Freddie uh, limitation of 417000 particularly in in this area. Now, in some areas of the country, you have some higher limits, but any loan over 417000 is going to be uh, what I call a jumbo loan. And we handle loans from that four seventeen up and t- up to the $2 million level. And with these uh, jumbo loans that you've seen uh, coming back on, are these refinances? Because I know that one of the problems uh, in the past 2009, 2010, and 11, we didn't get the opportunity to refinance a lot of our jumbo customers because the money just wasn't there. So has the refinances piece come back or is this purchases? We've got a, a good mix. I would say that our mix, Mark, is probably uh, slanted to the refinance side, but we are doing some construction to perms on loans that have uh, construction loans that have recently come due and then we also do some purchase money business so it uh, there has been uh, a void in the jumbo market for the last few years but we have some some investors that have stepped back in and we've got uh, three fairly aggressive products that are out there today. And I, I was talking to one of my uh, loan officer who does a lot of uh, the construction lending, and I was asking her why she thought there was so much con, uh, new construction going on in the jumbo market. Her opinion was, and I'll, I'll get your response to this, Sam, um, her opinion was that because in the past there was been so many foreclosures, there hasn't been really quality listings out there, and because of the value hits that the people have been pent up demand since 2008 that they've decided to come out into the marketplace to get that home built and since there's no existing housing stocks has met their qualifications they've decided to go ahead and and jump on building is that what you're seeing i would concur with that Um, you know when you have someone that is going to you know they're going to pay in excess of of a million dollars for a home they they want what they want and uh you know there's there used to be enough speculation in that market that the builders were willing to go out because uh, the, the market, quite frankly, was a, a lot hotter at that time. And the, the builders and developers have, have since, because of the risk involved, they just have not uh, been building that size home. They have concentrated more in the first-time home buyer market and the move-up market rather than the, the jumbo home market. And uh, so, okay, so what we have is uh, customers coming in. We, so we have a lot of folks that may, some of those people sitting in the bigger bigger homes may need to refinance. Uh, they may be looking to buy. There may be some step-ups from the conforming side that are getting to sell homes. Because, Sam, we have seen a tremendous increase in activity in the conforming side. You know, under the 400000 our business has boomed as far as the purchases 
businesses go. And I know the agents are talking about it. I mean, we were slammed through uh, the, uh, Monday and Tuesday with agents calling over the weekend shows. They've been uh, showing properties, writing up contracts. So those folks that are selling those, you know, 300 350 $400,000 conforming sides are starting to step up into the jumbo. Is Nashville starting to see this activity? I think we are, Mark. And, and again, I don't think that that market is as on fire as the uh, market under 417, but we are seeing increased activity. And we are seeing increased refinances as well. Because uh, earlier this week, there was a whole lot of news about the the um, the bump in the housing values. Did you see that uh, since uh, best uh, bump since 2010? So we're 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 ratcheting up in values. We we are seeing that here in the Nashville and the Williamson County area as well. So let's talk a little bit about what you can do with jumbo loans. So if somebody's sitting out there and they're plus five hundred thousand um, dollars, and and they have interest rates that may be in the four and a half range uh, presently, five percent maybe uh, from pre two thousand and eight. Um, what are they looking at as far as some of the just the general guidelines as far as um, refinancing or buying a home? What's the maximum LTV? What type of interest rates are we looking at in terms? Mark, as far as the, the interest rates, uh, depending on product, uh, and we have a, a fairly broad array of products, uh, starting in the arms from 3-1s, 5-1s, 7 and then, of course, the 15, 20, and 30-year fixed, uh, depending upon where you're at, uh, we, we see rates in the mid-3s to mid-4s, um, where typically you're looking at a jumbo rate that is going to be not significantly higher, but it is going to be uh, higher than a, a you know, a conventional 417 loan. And those products, depending upon the customer's need, how long they feel like they'll be in the property, uh, we see a, a good mix of customers picking uh, the longer-term fixed-rate ARM products, the 7-1s, the 10-1s, and then a lot of, a lot of people are looking say they're in a six and a half percent rate currently they're looking at going to 15 20 years and lowering that rate you know somewhere in the high threes to, to low four percent range when, when was the last time you saw rates for jumbo loans down around there uh it's been a while <laughs> so what so tell me what, what type of loan to value what what type of value they're going to have to be hitting generally uh, Let's, let's say, let's take a purchase money transaction or a rate term okay. refi first of all, because that's, that's where we, I think we really have a, uh, an excellent product that will, uh, it will allow loan sizes up to 750000 for purchase and rate term refi. There are some high credit score standards on this loan, but they will go up to 90%. And that product uh, does not have any mortgage insurance. And uh, then from there, anything above the $750,000 level, we go to a million. We can do up to 85% to a million. Once you get over a million dollars, the, the loan to value start to drop. Uh, we can do 70% up to a million five. And then when you get over the million five, the loan to value will drop in the uh, 60% range. Now, generally, I, I just remember in the old days, um, if you got over, you know, like $600,000 in a sales price, I had to get more than one appraisal. Is that still out there? Do they require multiple appraisals at a certain uh, loan amount? There is a multiple appraisal required at anything uh, over, 
I've got one investor that requires two appraisals over a million dollars. I have another investor that will lend up to a million and a half with, with one appraisal. Of course, as you know, you know, with the appraisal management groups, we've seen that, um, you know, appraisers, uh, that appraisals that are ordered, uh, we have no control and uh, we don't know which appraiser is going to do that appraisal. Now, recently I had a, I had a large loan in the Knoxville area and we had two appraisals that were required and we had a difference of about $250,000 in value from one appraiser to another. So, I mean, there are different opinions out there and what the investor will normally do is take a look at those and say, hey, this house is worth somewhere in the middle. And uh, now for our listeners out there, and when he mentions that uh, he's got a, a transaction in Knoxville, here's how we operate. Um, since Sam is an expert, um, anybody that's got a jumbo loan or one of the specialty products that Sam mentions, we refer to Sam. So if anyone's out there is listening and calling and you think, well, I don't know uh, what to do, give us a call at Mortgage Investors Group uh, at 691 8910 or you can go online to the housinghour.com and look uh, for Kevin or myself's uh, email address email us let us know that you need a product or if you have a loan officer that you've worked with before and you need to uh, you'd like to talk to them first then they can get you in contact with Sam and then from that point Sam you take over don't you that's correct Mark we take over and uh, my assistant and I make sure the loan is processed and uh, we got it through the underwriting system and also through the appraisal process to make sure that our clients are taken care of and one of the things that is absolutely awesome uh, because I witnessed it as a manager in the Oak Ridge office we had two loans maybe well I think we've had maybe three jumbo loans closed and just in the last 30 to 45 days with you and every single time, Sam, when they came through the door, they were singing the praises of uh, your your staff and how well you took care of them. And that is no joke. I even emailed Sam, I mean, uh, Steve, our, our boss, Senior Vice President of Mortgage Investors Group, and let him know that I don't know how you guys do this, but you really put on the, the gloves to do that. Hey, we're going to be coming back from the station break here in just a minute. And Sam, I want you to hang on and be with us because I want to talk a little bit about reverse mortgages. Everybody stay tuned with us. This is the Housing Hour. I'm Mark Griffith, your co-host, and we'll be back in just a few seconds. First choice for News Talk, 100.3 WNOX. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. 
customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. Hot off the press, the housing market is starting to recover, home prices are rising, home sales are increasing, home builders are clearing lots and raising roofs. Mortgage Investors Group would like to help you take advantage of this nationwide housing recovery by offering you the lowest interest rates in our nation's history. Don't miss out. Call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us on mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. There is nothing better than summer fun in the backyard of your new home, grilling hamburgers and serving them up to your family and friends. With 16 offices in Tennessee, Mortgage Investors Group would like to help you realize this dream. Whether it's refinancing or purchasing, MIG is ready to serve you up some of the lowest interest rates in our country's history. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us at MIGonline.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Your home for Fox News Radio 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back into the Housing Hour. We have Sam Hawkins with us. But first, I'd like to invite you all to do a couple things. I need you to contact Admiral Title. Admiral Title is a sponsor of our show, and they do fantastic work. Phyllis Burnett over there and her team, Jessica Burnett, her daughter, they do an incredible job with closing your loans. And they'll handle cash closings. They'll handle your refinance or purchase whatever you've got whatever title issue you've got they can help you out adam admiral title is probably one of the best one of the best in in this market and they are excellent in customer service we love them they come out to the office they'll take care of you they'll go uh, I, we had a closing the other day and they met them at starbucks so they'll meet you anywhere that is required to close at admiral title they're located in knoxville on kingston pike their web address is admiraltitleinc.com their phone number is 531-6060 that's admiral title and part of them is uh they also have um, adam's law firm and that's Terry Adams and his crew over there. And I think um, we have uh, um, uh, Scott Pearson as uh, an attorney over there. So they've got a fantastic legal firm that's ready to serve you with any type of legal matter that you have. Admiral Title, 531-6060. And also would like you to check out the housinghour.com. Go there, check out all of our resources, but we also would like to invite you to the Housing Hour Facebook page. Just go check out our Facebook page, and if you like us, we're going to enter your your like into a drawing for a $100 uh, Lowe's gift card. So if you're interested in any home uh, projects that you've got going on that maybe 100 bucks will get you going, go like us and we'll see if we can't draw your name September 22nd. So, uh, but Sam, thanks for holding on. You still there for us? 
I'm still here, Mark. All right. Well, let's just finish up a little bit about the jumbo loans. We kind of covered all the information. I think that's real important. But I think one of the things that was really encouraging to me is the fact that we're actually closing jumbo loans. And you can only do that if the customer is coming through the door and asking for that help. And it really starts with the value because that's what everybody's so skittish about is the value. They don't want to start investing money. But you really got to start with finding out what your property is worth. Isn't that right? Yes, Mark, that's that's true. And, and again, as you mentioned earlier, uh, we are seeing that values are increasing. There are sales taking place in in all price ranges. So when you have those sales taking place and you they produce comps for the appraisal and, uh, you know, that's what drives, you know, the loan amount uh, for any qualifying jumbo mortgage. Okay, and so now moving on from the, the Jumbo Loan pro- products, we've got something else that we do quite well, and I'd say we, you do quite well, is the reverse mortgages. Um, I was going to ask you first, how is that market, how are those loans, do you still see quite a, a bit of activity there? We still see a lot of activity in the reverse market, uh, Mark. That That is a product that really um, is is kind of near and dear to Lucy, my assistant, and my heart. Uh, it helps a lot of people, and uh, it helps them to be able to survive in you know in an economy that has not been as kind as uh, in the past. And uh, seniors have needs, and they don't want to necessarily uh, have to sell their homes. They'd rather live in their homes and and continue to stay there. Uh, as long as they're able to. And that's what this product allows seniors to do. Okay, so let's give everybody the the broad picture of what reverse mortgages are and who they are targeted to. So give us the general overview of who that target market is and how it can benefit them. Target mor- uh, or market would be any senior, uh, have to be 62 years of age or older, and they should have at least 50% equity in their property. Um, a lot of seniors, you know, they'll own their home free and clear, and they use that to put cash in their hands, and some of the seniors that we deal with will actually use the reverse mortgage to simply pay off an existing mortgage. Uh, for instance, if you have a $100,000 home and you have a $50,000 mortgage, you're over the age of 62, uh, your mortgage payment is uh, a little bit more than you can comfortably handle each month and you, you would like to be able to live without that mortgage payment, um, that's what uh, a reverse mortgage can, can bring to you. You can take enough cash out of the equity, pay off the loan, and you have no mortgage payment for the rest of your life. And it actually the, uh, is paying you. It is paying you. Um, and what, uh, what the seniors' responsibilities are is the, the home never leaves their name. So, you know, a lot of people have the misconception that you, you do a reverse mortgage, you basically sold your home to the lender. And that's, that's not actually the case. You can turn around and resell your home at any given time. You do have to continue to pay your property taxes and your homeowner's insurance. Uh, it is only for owner occupants. In other words, uh, you do have to live in the property. So you can't and you can't re- you can't do a, on your beach house or something like that. No, no, it's got to be your primary residence. And uh, once you know, once you uh, have a reverse mortgage, if uh, you know, if you want to move, you simply sell your house like you would any other 
home that has uh, a normal forward mortgage on it. And, and we're going to come back to that point because I wanted to point something out that's uh, kind of interesting. But, uh, le- okay, let's say somebody does a reverse mortgage um, and they're 72 or 75 years old and they have a good long life and the money runs out. Is that a possibility? What happens to the house? What happens to that situation? Well, now, when you say the money runs out, I think that is largely dependent upon what that senior's choice was and how to receive the cash when they made the, the mortgage. So if they uh, took, like, let's say they just took a monthly amount, um, and then, but but there's an end to that monthly amount based on the, your equity position, right? If, if they choose the monthly amount... Uh, it, and that's what we call a tenure payment. It's it's good for the rest of their life. It does not run out. Okay, so it continues on regardless of uh, how long they live. That is correct. See, there is a choice to take uh, the money up front. There is a choice to, to get the tenure payment, which, again, lasts for the rest of your life. There is also a choice to split the money and take part of it on the front end, take a tenure payment, or you can even put it in what we call a credit line that where the senior has the flexibility of taking no money one month and then the next month they may have a need for instance their roof needs replacing they can draw out as much as they want to and that credit line uh you know does have the possibility that it could run out uh but it depends on how much equity you have and then what you draw out on a monthly basis but it does give the senior more flexibility than taking uh, one sum each month where you have the same amount delivered to you each month on a consistent uh, basis. Uh, and this is such an important tool that uh, senior citizens could have that could really increase their monthly flow and help them live a quality life going past their working years. Do you see a lot of financial planners um, you know, working with customers and help them in this process? I have I have been referred clients by financial planners. I've you know I have made reverse mortgages to CPAs. Uh, I actually made a reverse mortgage to a federal bank examiner. And uh, sometimes uh, when the client first approaches, you know they have an interest and they have a need, and they are skeptical because of some of the negativity that they might have heard. Uh, some of that negativity is just misconception. Other is just plain not correct and uh through counseling with the client we determine you know is this something that is a viable solution to their problem because you know the the last thing that anyone at mortgage investors group wants to do is to mislead someone right you know we, we want to put them in the correct product for their needs and there's also uh hud approved counseling required on any reverse mortgage so in addition to uh, our counseling with the customer, they are also going to be counseled by a third-party HUD-approved counselor that's going to go over this information with them and also make some recommendations to what they feel is best for their set of circumstances. And I've talked to a lot of folks, and they, they've 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 asked me questions about reverse mortgages and everything, and, and one of the biggest uh first, um, I guess, resistance to them is the cost of it. Um, Maybe back in the old days, there used to be quite expensive to do these. Um, Would you classify them as being very expensive? What I've seen to seem to be reasonable, there are some added costs, but not that great. Mark, there are added costs, and and I think one of the major costs is the cost of the FHA insurance. There is an upfront, and there is a monthly 
uh, FHA insurance uh, cost. But, you know, that is present with any FHA insured loan. So once you go through those costs and explain them, there are definite reasons that the mortgage is more expensive than uh, just a, a plain conventional loan. It is, you could compare it to, um, you know, a 97% FHA loan, and the costs are going to be fairly similar. The, the, the biggest difference is that the front end premium is 2%. So you've got a 2% cost up front. But when you talk to most seniors, the alternatives are, do we sell our house? Right, uh, right. And the cost to sell a home, relocate, and then you're still going to have a housing cost, whether you're renting or whether you buy a smaller home. When you compare those two items, uh, the reverse mortgage, you know, in my opinion, if they want to stay in that house, is is the better deal. And I'm with Sam Hawkins, Mortgage Investors Group Specialty Lending, talking about reverse mortgages. And Sam, I've had those folks um, uh, before in the past. And one of the points I wanted to come back to, because you mentioned somebody selling their home, is that uh, a lot of folks have the idea that reverse mortgages are strictly for homes that are owned currently. Um, but you can do purchases because we've done one. That is correct, Mark. We, we have several purchase transactions pending currently. And... Uh, you can downsize uh, from a larger home and use part of your proceeds to pay down on a new home and, and again, walk away from the closing table with no monthly mortgage payment uh, and just, you know, having to pay your normal expenses of taxes, insurance. Now, the, the big thing on a purchase is this loan has to have a considerable down payment, uh, and that down payment is determined by a couple of different things, your age and your spouse's age, because on a reverse mortgage, both spouses are protected. They have the use of that home for the rest of their lives. So that birth date, which uh, indicates the current age, and then also um, the interest rate on the loan, that determines what their down payment's gonna be. And that down payment could range anywhere from Forty-five uh, percent of the value of the home to uh, down as low as as thirty percent if they're in their eighties. So it really depends on age. And it, it just seems to me like a fantastic tool that I would want if I was a a, a son that has an. A, a, elderly couple, parents that are moving from a, another um, area of the country, and they're going to move closer to me to see my grandkids in that type of scenario. And and they cashed out of their house, and they're, but they were wanting to buy one. This seems like the perfect opportunity for them to do a reverse mortgage. Is that type of the customer base you see buying a home through a reverse mortgage? I, I do see that. Uh, you know, I see, uh, you know, there's a number of different reasons. I see people that that have just sold their home and, and they really don't want to put all of their cash back into uh, buying a new home. I see people that want to retain that cash for uh, a, a number of different reasons, uh, for just to have on hand as an emergency uh, amount. And then I also see people that really want to stay in the same size home that they were in before, but they don't have enough cash so they utilize this to buy more home than they could buy if they turned around and paid cash for a home. 
Well, Sam, thank you very much for coming on with us. You've given us a lot of information, and I just want everybody to realize that if you have questions about reverse mortgage, call Mortgage Investors Group 691-8910 or go to our website, thehousinghour.com. Contact us. We can get you in contact with Sam and get you all the information you need to know on these uh, jumbo loans or reverse mortgage. Sam, thank you for joining us. Mark, thank you. And we'll be right back after the break. America's biggest talker is worldwide at WNOXFM.com. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to being your home loan solution. It's just that simple. With over 22 years of experience in the home financing business and over 60,000 clients, MIG is Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender. Whether you're looking to upgrade your current home, purchase your first home, or need to simply refinance to a lower rate, now is the time to move. There has never been a better time to buy a home than there is today. Record low rates, great selection of homes for sale, and sellers ready to sell. This environment will not last forever. Mortgage Investors Group has money to lend, experienced loan officers to guide you, and a singular focus of helping you. Contact us and we will help you realize your American dream today. MIGonline.com or 865-691-8910. Equal housing lender, Tennessee license number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group. Roughly six years after the housing market began its longest, deepest slide since the Great Depression, experts believe the end of the slide has come. Home prices are rising, home sales are increasing, and interest rates are at their lowest level. Mortgage Investors Group would like to help you take advantage of these fantastic market conditions. MIG has 16 offices in Tennessee, so call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 22 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Your Fox News Radio source, 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back to the Housing Hour. I'm Mark Griffith, your co-host, filling in for Kevin Ray, who is out on appointment right now. But uh, we have an exciting last segment with us. And we have from Alzheimer's Tennessee, Inc., Kay Watson, the Director of Communication. Welcome in, Kay. 
Thank you for having me. And so we really wanted to, we've been reaching out to folks, talking about some of the brain diseases. We've had certain uh, other organizations on. And Alzheimer's seems to be one that's a hot topic right now around Knoxville. Um, and with Pat Summit, uh, very popular right now. And uh, all, all of that's going on. So uh, we wanted to have you on, talk a little bit about this, and maybe see if we can throw some support and get some of our listeners to help out your organization and do those types of things. But before we get going, Going. Um, I wanted to ask you some of the technical stuff going on. Can you kind of give us a big broad picture of Alzheimer's and, and where we are with this disease? Well, you mentioned Pat Summit, and it has been right at a year since she publicly shared her diagnosis, which we really feel like it's was been a, a year. Right at a year. It was last August that wow. she shared her public publicly shared her diagnosis. And so, um, obviously, I think more people are becoming aware of Alzheimer's, but this is a disease that um, many families in this area and beyond have been dealing with for decades. And so, to shine a spotlight like Pat Summit has on this disease certainly is what this disease now disease needs now more than ever because um, when it comes to research and, and finding treatments, better treatments, the focus needs to be on that right now. We just came back from the National Institutes of Health Summit in D.C. and to hear the different researchers talking about the different diseases and their approaches to trying to understand, still trying to understand the basic biology of this disease was fascinating and scary at the same time because the fact is we haven't had a new FDA-approved drug for Alzheimer's. And we've had a lot of testing going on here recently too, haven't we? I think they're always looking at clinical trials and things. I think the pressure is on now because of our aging population, um, especially with our baby boomers starting to reach the age of greatest it's risk. It's a big group coming on. Right. Age 65, you're entering the age of greatest risk for developing Alzheimer's. 65. Six, 65. Wow. Early onset, which is what we see with Pat Summit, makes up a smaller percentage of those individuals who are living with dementia, of which Alzheimer's is the greatest, uh, most common form of dementia. Yeah. And, and I know people get confused by that. That is real confusing to me. <laughs> um, so dementia is like a big umbrella and there's different types of dementia that are underneath that umbrella. Some of the symptoms are similar. Alzheimer's makes up the largest type of dementia. So there's Lewy bodies, there's frontotemporal dementia, there's several different types of de vascular dementia, which we see with a lot of times with people with heart problems or they've had strokes. But Alzheimer's is the most common form of dementia. Now, does dementia lead to Alzheimer's or it doesn't have to? Alzheimer's is dementia. It is dementia. Mm -hmm. Okay. So dementia is like the big umbrella and Alzheimer's is one form of it. So do people get dementia first or do, I mean, how does that work? Because it seems like everybody gets they, what there you are hear. Some, there are forms that there, many of the symptoms of dementia, you know, kind of tend to be the same. But when you drill down into it, Alzheimer's um, has its own set of symptoms that are, that are become unique. And then its own set of how it affects the individual what happens with the brain and what how that is um, exhibited in their behavior because the brain, this is a brain disease. Right. And, and so, and sometimes it's, it's hard, I think, for people to grasp that because we don't see the brain. All we see is the person and how they act and what they do and what they say and what they remember or what they don't. But what's happening in the brain with Alzheimer's is different parts of the brain are dying. And so it starts in the front of your brain, which affects your short-term memory first. So that's what we see with Alzheimer's first, short-term memory. Um, and then it starts affecting different parts of the brain. And in the end, at the very end stage, and people live with this disease for a decade is an average. 
some people it's shorter and some people it's longer. So people live with this disease sometimes for a very long time. And so, but it, as the disease progresses and we work through the different stages, it starts affecting other things. It starts affecting, um, our, even at the end, it affects our ability to speak and our ability to move. And because you're, you're forgetting, and you see a lot of times people kind of going back in time. So at first, you know, it, and it's not, it's not that you forgot where you, where you put your keys, it's that maybe you forget what the key is for. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, there's a difference. It's not just, I mean, because I know we hear from people, well, I'm worried I'm getting Alzheimer's, which is, you know, we want people to be concerned if, if they feel like there's a real need to be a concern. But there's a difference between aging and forgetfulness and aging with Alzheimer's. I see, because that's a good example of, of what, what the key is for. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of times I misplace things and I start to worry, why can't I remember where I laid that down? And sometimes that's just because we're too busy. Right. We have too much on our distractions. minds. Too many distractions, too much going on. And other times it's because, you know, it, it's we can't quite figure out what it is. Or And we also see, although I think all of us struggle a little bit with technology these days because there's a lot of it, but um, something that maybe you're used to doing, like the remote control. Again, right. it's you're looking at the remote control and you're not sure what it's for. Right. It's not that, it's maybe not that you can't remember which button to push for what, it's this is remote control, I'm not sure what to do with it. Right. Or, you know, sometimes we hear from people in the earlier stages with recipes, following instructions. And, and and as much as, even if you've made a recipe a hundred times before, you end up leaving out ingredients or skipping an, a, a piece of information, a vital piece of the instruction. Like sugar out of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. brownies or something. I've, exactly. I've heard this from So these are some family. of the warning signs that we hear that we would encourage someone to go for additional screening. And I'm with Kay Watson from Alzheimer's Tennessee. And uh, let's peel back the, the, the top of the skull and look in because you mentioned it's a brain disease and you say it starts in the frontal lobe, mm-hmm. if I heard you correctly. So what's going on inside? What, what's happening that's causing this deterioration? I've heard things like amyloid proteins and the the tangles that occur in the nerve synapses is that a lot of the research focuses on plaques and tangles and the interesting part is that you'll hear different things from different researchers some say the plaques come first some people say the tangles come first and so we're still trying to figure that out we're also trying to figure out what causes those plaques and tangles and why someone would develop alzheimer's with those plaques and tangles is this a, a dna thing that the coating's getting messed up at 65 and starts the plaques and tangles do they know that i, I don't know they don't know that okay. i mean when it comes to heredity right Alzheimer's uh, heredity is one risk factor. It means you may be slightly more at risk for developing Alzheimer's if you have it in your immediate family. However, if you look at other health risk factors, like if you have heart issues, if you have diabetes, you're far more likely to develop Alzheimer's than you are if you don't. So the the physical aspect of you breaking down can cause this to onset. One of the biggest things that research is really focusing on is physical activity and how that impacts the brain. And I think... So sitting on the couch and with the remote is not what you're talking about. Well, the latest studies have shown those who sit on the couch with the remote versus those who have ne- have always sat on the couch with the remote, but then started doing 30 minutes a day of physical activity, their ability to retain memories, their memory retention increases dramatically. So that's, uh, so you'll wow, hear... Wow, Shine, are you getting this, by the way? <laughs> so it's, ti- it's, it's, it's time to get off the couch. It's not something that everyone wants to hear it because I think we're always hearing physical activity, physical activity. It's good for you. It's good for you. It's good for you. Every doctor who is looking at Alzheimer's these days is probably telling their patients, 
physical activity is well, one way to stave off and healthy loss. healthy body healthy mind we always heard that growing up as a kid healthy heart healthy mind healthy head is um, is what we're you know definitely hearing more that's and more the of today. right now mm-hmm. and so as far as the brain i've, I've heard uh in in some of the alzheimer's uh you know wards of you know nursing homes and things that they've actually brought out uh, Nintendo or Wii and doing the uh, the exercises. What do you know about it's It's things? a brain exercise. It's a physical exercise. So yes, there is part of when we talk about Alzheimer's prevention, what we what we talk about is mental activity, which is where you're with yeah. the Wii and and, the, and as well as physical activity and social activity. So keeping the brain active, keeping the brain engaged. Yeah, because that Wii, you have to get up and you have to throw your arms around and they have things that you can do. And mm-hmm. So keeping the brain active and all those different ways is are, are the is the best thing we know to do to prevent alzheimer's so maybe as well as healthy eating right okay yeah exactly so a healthy body for taking in the food sources and make sure all that's good so if you have grandparents living with you and they're they're perfectly fine you need to get them into some active routines and taking them out to rush or wherever they need to go and walk around the block we do a lot of education in the community and, and that's a big part of what we do with alzheimer's tennessee and whether we're talking to a senior group at a senior center or whether we're talking to a Rotary Club at lunch or um, a Lions Club at breakfast, you know, we, we talk, you know, we, we tell them they're doing something right now at that moment to prevent Alzheimer's and they're socially active. They're socially engaged. They're not isolated. We really see people decline with their memory loss when they are isolated. Um, so yes, yeah, social activity. So they're not stimulated. It sounds exactly. like you're just, you just kind of, you're not being talked to, you're not talking, your Your brain's not, gonna, not working. I see, okay. Now, so Alzheimer's Tennessee, a great organization out there. How big is your membership? Do you have membership? How do you judge that? Um, we don't have membership. We are a nonprofit organization locally based. We were founded here in 1983, uh-huh. and we have a local board of directors, and so we've been around for about three decades. Wow. And so we serve um, with direct services, East Tennessee, from Cookville on the Plateau. Um, as Which they can hear this show up there. Oh, great. Yeah. Hello, Cookville. <laughs> um, so we serve, we have an office actually in Cookville as our second office, as well as an office in Knoxville. We serve the Smoky Mountain region. We serve the Foothills region, Blunt, Loud, and Monroe County. We serve the five-county region is what we call it up in Anderson, Roan, Scott, Morgan, Campbell counties. And we go as far west um, as Hancock County. Or wow. East, rather. As far east as Hancock County. So, um, and as part of that, we have a helpline where we take about 300 phone calls a month from different individuals asking questions about themselves, asking questions about loved ones or people that they know, um, whether they are expressing those concerns and what are, should they be these, looking are for. Are these phone calls like, hey, look, yeah, my, my mother is starting to have problems. I'm a little bit concerned. Exactly. What's your thoughts on this? Is exactly. That, really? Exactly. So it's kind of like a diagnostic uh, thing that they're calling you for. We get a lot of calls. We hope that people will view Alzheimer's Tennessee, that they do view Alzheimer's Tennessee as a starting point. And, and and we have walked the journey with a lot of those families that call us on that from that initial call. We may walk with them for five, 10, however many years it takes because this disease does change the individual. And so we go through those changes with them. And, and Kay, it seems like because, and I've always heard this, and I don't know if this is just, you know, one of those things that people say, is because we're living longer, we're more likely to run into this disease. Is that is that a true statement? I think there's some truth in that because 
more people are living longer. Yes. And, and so that I think that does probably account for some of the increase in numbers um, because this is a disease that is age is a risk factor. The greatest risk factor is age. It's age. And, and so, I mean, yes, more people are impacted by this disease as they age. And if more people are living longer than yes, more people have this disease. So the fantastic thing about your organization um, is that uh, as this begins as you're you know you get the diagnosis or you know because i i talk to folks all the time i'm in that baby boomer age i'm on the upper end at 52 so some of my friends are saying hey my you know my parents are experiencing these problems and i start hearing the little pieces of things that are going on and they're really not sure what's what's happening you can help these folks and you your organization kind of reaches out to them educates them what what are the great things that you all do we do we do help those folks and, and we call some of those folks who have parents and also have maybe children still in the house we call that the sandwich generation because yes. there are caregivers on both ends of the spectrum and that can be a lot to handle and so we do as our helpline whether you're in the beginning of this disease or facing the middle or even later stages of this disease that is something we can we work with families through the helpline we have licensed social workers on staff who counsel families and help develop care plans refer them to different resources in the area that meet their budget perhaps and help them get through this disease we also offer educational workshops. We have some coming up here this fall throughout the area um, in October over in Sevierville in November in Knoxville and Anderson County and also over on the plateau. So workshops are really interesting way you see light bulbs in the room go on. You see people start to see things and understand things in, in ways that they need to. And folks that are listening, how can they how can they contact you? Give the contact information and how they can help you. Absolutely. 865-544-6288. That's 865-544-6288. Our website is alztennessee.org. And if you're interested and can help out this wonderful organization and help them spread out the word, give them a call and get your visa out because I'm sure they got to donate online right there that can help them. We do. And, uh, and watch for uh, some of the things coming up in the future. And I'll have it up on thehousinghour.com, all your information. Thank you for joining us this weekend, Kay. Thank you for coming in and joining us. You all have a wonderful weekend, and we'll catch you next week on The Housing Hour. Mother's touch, she needs a rest The kids are playing up downstairs Sister's sighing in her sleep Brother's got a date to keep He can't hang around That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.